You're now tuned in to another episode of JP's podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. This is JP's podcast. Hey, 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 y'all hear that beat? Uh, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Let me stop playing. Hey, welcome back to JP's podcast. Man, I'm so excited to have another episode, especially a 2020 recap. Um, I haven't had an episode come out in like a few months. Things been going on, but we back. 2021 would be way more efficient, way more content. I'm excited. And yeah, like we about to get into it. 2020 recap. And of course, I'm not alone. I got a special guest with me today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey guys, it's Danae. How are you? How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Living life. Hey, well, glad to have you here. We finna chop it up about 2020. 2020 was a lot. A whole lot. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. You can't, I don't even think it's a word to describe 2020 in whole because every month it was something new taking us somewhere else. I don't even know how to put it all into words, but just to get right into it, I mean, let's figure out like what 2020 has taught us about life and what lessons do we take from 2020? What you, you want got? Me start? Yeah, go ahead. Tell me. I don't, um, I feel like the biggest lesson, the most obvious lesson was probably you can't take life for granted. If there was one overall theme from COVID, from the protests, from everything, from when you're talking about Australian wildfires, California to everything really combined was this could be your last day. And if it's not, you need to do your absolute best to refrain from dying. It was a it was very much so survivor. Yeah, we was on we was on the TV game show. <laughs> Literally, <yes>. last. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Hope for the best. But yeah, I feel like that would be the overall um, theme individually. I don't know how. What was your twenty twenty like? Man, so much. Um, a lot of things happened, and what I extracted from a lot of situations, experiences, in general, was like. I've always been a day-to-day person. And I mean, and what I mean by that is like, I, I'm always living, trying to live presently in every moment. You know, I don't want to be thinking about the future so much that I'm not happy until I achieve something. Or thinking about the past so much that I'm not enjoying the moment that I'm in. Right. And 2020 was like the physical form of that. It's where, it's where it's like, I really had to make sure I, I was taking advantage of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Each 24 hours I had. You know, I woke up and I was grateful to be alive for another day. And I stretched my day to make it feel like it, it was my last. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to wake up and whatever I need to get done today is going to get done. Right. And let's not, I don't even think about if it's possible if it can get done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If it can happen today, I'm going to make it happen. And that's one of the many lessons. Um, and so much happened right. that um, just looking at everybody else's life. It had me thinking about, wow, like, you know, these are some strong people. These are individuals who are going through so much. Mm-hmm. From January to now, it's been a lot for everybody. And I've been more mindful of that. And also, I've been more grateful for what I do have. You know, I'm making sure I'm remembering to have thanks and have grace for being here, for um 
you know, still being healthy, right. not being bedridden, you know, still being alive, still being able to use my voice and um, the other things that I have resources and access to to help others and myself, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one thing I definitely can't take for granted to be here and to be um, still being able to do this podcast and have people listen. It's amazing. And still to have life. Right. Um, it, it, it was so many big takeaways from 2020. I've just felt like I've grown in a lot of ways. What about you? You feel like you had any growth? Um, Definitely. Even before quarantine, before lockdown, I I already had my mindset on um, growing, healing, and, um, you know, just bettering myself. Because 2019 was a very rough year for me. So I was already, I already had the mindset where, like, this is it. This is where I need to acknowledge everything that I've gone through everything that I've done and um, and do um, whatever it takes really to become a better person. And I feel like I was kind of the opposite of you. Pre-COVID, I was very much so in a routine. I didn't want anything to stray away. Like obviously we have social moments, like social lives. But when it came to my everyday life, I needed a structure. I needed from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, I need to know what I'm doing, where I'm doing it, who I'm doing it with, everything. I wasn't really up for spontaneous moments. You feel me? That, that is the complete opposite. <laughs> but once, once you know, I had to slow down and stop by force. Like, I had no control over what was happening around me. I had to really rethink. I think even though we were opposites, we came to the same conclusion. You know, that we all have the same 24 hours, but those 24 hours get taken for granted all the time you know because i being a person that was always in routine i would just i would plan things days in ahead like okay i'll do this today and then i'll make sure i do this this and that tomorrow and i never even second thought like there was no okay what if i just do this today you know i feel like well mainly because how old are you 20 22 22 and i'm 20 and i feel like after years and years there's always been a tomorrow so you take for granted the fact that there. Hopefully, will be a tomorrow, and we don't second guess the idea that something could go wrong. Even if you are alive the next day, the way your life could flip, and we saw that multiple times this year. And I feel like, if anything, going from having structure to having to stop and actually reflect on what I was doing in life and why, it kind of shifted me more than I expected to. And now I'm a I'm a completely different person than I was ten, twelve months ago and that's deep i think mm-hmm. seeing it for a lot of people like with me for instance before 2020 and how spontaneous the disasters and the tragedies and all the negative stuff um came before 2020 the way life was for me that put me in that mindset was like the unexpected happened anyway mm-hmm. it was you know I, I can't even go back to a specific story because it's just always happening to us like I could say like, hey, let's plan a vacation three months from now. You know, yeah. it's January. Let's let's plan spring break. You know, in March, April. To everybody, that that was cool. Everybody worked and saved money, bought tickets, and paid stuff in advance. But for me, the way that life always happens is, if I plan something three months out, something two weeks from now, a month or right before it can happen. So everybody know like, if you know me socially as a person, you're a friend of mine. They all know. I'm a last minute person. I'm not I'm not a procrastinator. 
Well, I do, when, you know, on certain things, but oh, okay. yeah, oh, okay. you know, what I'm saying I procrastinate on some things, but I'm a last minute person to where it's like, if you want to get something done, if you want to go somewhere, um, two weeks or less mm-hmm. is, is when I is when I can confirm on my end that I'll be able to go. Like, all right, if y'all planning for spring break, I'll let y'all know March. You know, about halfway into March, if I'm gonna be down for the plans, because. Literally every time something unexpected happens, and I don't want to be that person that ever, oh you can't count on this, you can't count on this dude because right. he always backing up, blah, blah, blah. and it's just like, nah, like, real, like for real, just give me some time, but I'll let you know at my best two weeks before it's time to do something that I can confirm something for real. Like I'm always down. Like right. if you ask me, do I want to do something months from now? Yeah, mm-hmm. of course, yeah, I'm down. But is it actually going to come through? I don't know yet. So don't get your hopes too high with me because I'll let you know two weeks or, you know, or less before that. Yeah, I'm down. All right. My money here, this and the third. Or we can go actually go through with the plans. So before all of this, you were already a, I'm going to let you know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I was already a diddly person. It's like right. literally I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing today and I'm thinking about what I want to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's it. If I didn't have nothing scheduled, like an appointment, a meeting, I had somewhere to be vacation that was that's what i knew in advance but far as plans like oh what you got planned next week shit i don't know what you got planned two weeks from now shit i don't know Uh, i'm gonna see if i wake up tomorrow we're gonna take it from there like i'm hungry i mean shit i know i want to get some burgers or something take it to the fire that's it but you know what i'm saying right and i always leave that space in my life for spontaneity Uh um because i'm the type of person i really do hate uh, routines Like I can do something For a little bit There's nothing wrong with that um, But I just like At some point I have to give myself The opportunity to go out And experience something Different. New or something That I like right. To kind of like I don't know It's like a recharge It brings me back To my center It brings me back To being me And it puts me Where I want to be To where I can come back And take care of Anything else I need to get done You know If it's too much School work going on Like hey I, I done a week's worth <laughs> I done did two essays Some reflections I kind of need to like take a vacation, right. like two days where I just rest or go somewhere and do something or have some fun. And 2020 was really like, like I say, like the physical reflection of that. It's like you really have to take advantage of day, like your day to day time because you can wake up and hear any type of news and it'll change everything that you thought you had planned for the next two weeks. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm saving up for work and I'm saving up, you know, I'm going to work these next two weeks and I'm take three days off because me and my friends, but, oh, I got COVID. Oh. Now you're stuck. Somebody's passed away or there's an emergency in another place and I need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, so then it's like, oh, man. And, like, this really has been doing that to everybody this year is so much. And, you know, I'm proud of everybody who came out strong, everybody who's um, found a way to be stronger, who's found a way to be more positive, who's learned how to navigate through the uncertainty of life and really set a path to where, you know, tomorrow is going to be better because you're going to do something different that you didn't do yesterday. Um, so if you're listening, that's that's telling me one thing. You know what I'm saying? You're here, you're interested, and you're moving forward in life, and I appreciate that. And I don't, you know, wish nothing but nothing but positivity and guidance and clarity in everybody else's life as you continue to go forward because 2020 has been uncertain. We don't know what's coming. We know that now. But I think everybody's starting to get level-headed and embrace it and know that you just got to do better. We just got to, like, help each other, uplift each other, and be more positive. And do you see how, you see that happening this year? Of course. I think people have kind of opened up their eyes to where it has to happen. Um, 
it's like for me I've grew spiritually stronger Mm -hmm. um I was already like you know I already had like a faith and excuse me um deep in my um why are you laughing? Nobody's laughing. Continue. All right, Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I already was strong in, in my faith and in my belief of like having, like knowing how to pray and how to meditate and be calm and come back to my center. But this year, one of the big takeaways I had was having more trust in life. Uh-huh. It's really allowing myself to like not try to control everything and have a certain level of trust to where the right things will happen. As long as I'm positive and I believe in it, I don't have to try to control everything. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's all due on my physical abilities, on my mental abilities. There's there's a divine energy out there. There's right. there's a, you know what I'm saying. However you want to reference it to your own belief, God and other people. But there's a energy out there that like alleviates that amount of worry that we have. Right. To where it's like, look, if you learn how to relax, rest, you know, know what you want. And know where you want to be as far as like personal development. You want more clarity. You want more knowledge. You want more intellect. Then ask for that and have patience and things, the right things will come to you. How did, hold on, we're going to backtrack a little bit. How did, how did your spontaneous nature and then your need to control everything work together? Did they battle each other or was it just you knew when to, to pull out one more than the other? You mean like so with my spontaneous energy and my what? And being having or needing to be in control of everything. Um. Well, it was more so like the best way I can explain it is like this. So like, I have I think like I haven't like talked to anybody who's said that they kind of feel the same. But a lot of times, like when I was at work, or just that in the third when I was working, I just it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Like I would just get tired. Like not like tired, but I just get tired of being there. Right. Or I catch myself in a deep daydream to where it's like people are like yo 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 and like oh oh shit huh huh and I'm just not there I'm right. not there like I'm, I'm spaced out, out. yeah mm-hmm. and it's just like that's one of the moments where I know like okay like I need to take a break like but it happens so often that it's not like a given break like oh I, I got a day off tomorrow I'm gonna use that it's like nah it's like if I if I got to work Monday Tuesday Wednesday if I'm at work Tuesday and I feel that I already know like hey it's one of them days I don't even want to be here. Mm-hmm. And I did. I mean, me and Jobs don't really get along. <laughs> so, because I always have them days where I just need rest. And I don't question myself about it. I don't force myself you know. to, like, go to work and, like, nah, bro, you just got to tough it out. Nah, I'm like, bro, nah, just deal with it. And my spontaneous energy is, like, when I'm too caught up in something, a routine that I kind of need to break. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, that's when I allow myself, like, days where I just, like, wake up make sure i pray and i meditate and i stretch and i relax and then i come back and then what was the other part you said you wanted to <laughs> my memory is kind of like i'm saying listen. how they work together your spontaneous nature and then wanting to be in control of everything and with that it's like i'm the type of person um when i want something mm-hmm. i want like all out for it i'm not like i don't settle for like not having the full thing or parts of it like being a creative with this whole podcast setup, I didn't settle for like, uh, I'm going to just go ahead and jump in and get started with a, a regular mic and just, you know, you use my my uh, my Apple earphones and other things. It's like, no, like I want this piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. I want this piece of equipment. I want this. I want this. I want this. 
So I went, like I made sure in my, it was in my power. Like I, I need all of this and I have to have it and I have to go get it. And like in all aspects, it's like. So I'm, it's your passions are what, that's when you need the most control. When everything that you care about the most. Is yeah. when it, it can't be. When it comes to like my personal relationships, when it comes to me being a creative and other things in life, it has to be like how I. How like, you see it. Yeah. And how I see it because I don't want to settle for anything less. Now. That plays in a part because I know how unexpected life is, so I don't let things I can't control get to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, this came up today, or I got a speedy ticket, and I got to be here there. Like, I let life happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. I allow life to happen. But things I do have control over. You can like, take complete control. Exactly. I, I want to, like, make sure it is what it is, and it is what I want. Mm-hmm. How are you? That's nice. So <laughs> a lot's been going on, and one thing I've been seeing trending um, on social media okay. is businesses. Right. A lot of people have been getting into their business. Yeah. Stepping into a bag <laughs> or what they want. Like, and that's one, one thing I, I enjoy seeing was that despite everything going on, everybody took the time to like figure out what part of them they wanted to work on as far mm-hmm. as business wise. They took advantage. You know, so it's it, 50 million of us was, impl- was um, unemployed. Mm-hmm. Applying for uh, benefits and aid relief and all that. And it was like, wow. And I seen a lot of people come out and start tapping into, like, things that they really wanted to do because they had the time. They just realized it. Like, I'm seeing people start making custom carpets and selling glasses and making natural products and um, hair, lashes, custom T-shirts, customizing sneakers, graphic design, videography, photography. Everything. Everything. Chefs. And it... That that warmed my heart because mm-hmm. that really showed me like in spite of what's going on, nobody's taking it. There was resilience. Exactly. Right. A big thing of resilience is like we're not taking this and we're not like complaining. And we're not going down and becoming more depressed and more anxious and more stressed about it. It's yeah, we might be down bad, but I'm gonna make something regardless. Right, make something out of the situation. Exactly. And I that just really showed me a lot and I love that because, you know, by black. Exactly, buy black every time. Support the people, mm-hmm. like everything that's going on. Like I started this podcast September. I've been wanting to do it. I had a YouTube channel before, but that <laughs> that, that got shot down quick because I only got two videos. Corona came, everybody yeah, went home, yeah. couldn't do no more. So I got two videos on the old YouTube channel. Don't go watch. All right, do, do not. Go what watch was the those. channel name? Don't worry about it. Oh, We're okay. not talking about it. But yeah, don't go watch those videos. It's only two out there. They're all right. But then I came back and I started this, and I've been proud of it ever since. I got some dope episodes, good content, good quality conversation, and that's what we've been doing. But for you, for me, how do you feel about like all this? What what people are making out of like the negative? Um, as a viewer, as somebody just watching, it's it's very inspiring. Even if you aren't somebody that's creative, it's kind of just uplifting to see because we've seen nothing but. Cases are rising. Cases are rising. People are dying. Protests are happening. Like anything, every day was just a whole bunch of negativity. You know, and there was no, and I guess for the news, there was no time for moments of, oh, here's our happy moment of the day. Here's something good to come out. Because at the end of the day, they have to think about their views, their money, whatever. So they're just spitting out, you know, what everyone wants to see. Why don't, why wouldn't you want to see? Which state has the highest cases or whatever. But I feel like in those moments, especially people in our age, I feel like we're the most vulnerable because we're like in the like the 18 to 22 
we're in between. We're either in school or we just got out of school and we're trying to figure out who we're going to be for the rest of our lives. Right. And that in itself, without all of what 2020 brought, could be very um, negative on the soul, on the brain, on your heart, whatever. So I feel like even if you don't see yourself starting a business, being an entrepreneur, being able to see people in your in your age group come through and do all the things that they wanted to do and see them prosper could be very uplifting but then on the other hand also i could see why for many people it would feel discouraging because then because if you're just laying in bed you have nothing to do your classes are over you, sh- you were stressed out the whole semester and now you need to regroup and take a break and you see people all do the same people you go to school with the same people they're doing great things making all this money or making all of these investments in themselves and you just think well if we had the same 24 hours or we went to the same school we had the same classes how come i'm so beat up and they're still prospering you know so i could see definitely both sides how someone could see it as um, an inspiring situation an inspiring development in our generation but also for those who already struggle with various mental problems or even just even a regular student who was or not even a student but a regular person who had um a hard time this past few months i definitely understand where they're coming from if they say i love what you're doing but it's hindering me and i don't know what to do about it you know so then i feel like in that case they're a great therapist always go to therapy yeah (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with therapy find somebody who you feel comfortable with male female um race ethnicity have you prefer it um but one thing i say is like people like that don't need to feel bad mm-hmm. i feel like twitter and instagram might have drove a picture that made you feel down exactly like the llc twitter or whatever llc twitter they're gonna be on your ass coming for, all getting, day, for getting stimulus checks and then just going out and buying some regular stuff i mean excuse me but with that i'm just saying like you should not feel bad because, you know, you're not associated with this group of people who are trying to tell you that they're bettering themselves by using, you know, what little bit they have to create something else. I feel like if you had any type of goal during this year it. and you got it and you even worked towards it but didn't achieve it yet. Even you're if still, you didn't have a goal. The fact that you made it through the year. Exactly. That's enough in itself. Like some people just had fitness goals. You know, they were good with their job or whatever money they had. And they just wanted to lose some weight. Or they wanted to gain some weight. Or maybe somebody just wanted to see how it feel to finally have time to run five miles and make it back. You know what right. I'm saying? If you had a diet goal, you just wanted to cut out processed foods, red meats, um, whatever else. And you did that. You tried being vegan or pescatarian. And you did that. Even if it was for a day. Just for a day. Like, there there really isn't enough awards and trophies that people are being given and being shown off for for doing the littlest things. You know, right. we want to give praise and credit to the people who do it big and everybody's able to see it but we're not taking an account for the people who are winning on a day-to-day basis just because they're waking up people yeah. who just chose to like life is hard Live another day but i'm i'm gonna I'm try again tomorrow mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i feel like they're i mean i wish i could shout out everybody I know. I can, all i can say is shout out to everybody <laughs> shout out to everybody that did everybody. it like love and appreciate you you know what i'm saying because yeah. you did do it you're here and but a lot of that plays back into like don't get too caught up in what's going on like it's social media 
It's yeah. not even a real life aspect of what other people are doing. It's people are only show. showing you. Exactly. And what I really appreciate it, I think over time people are also realizing well, we've had Instagram and Twitter for most since like we were in middle school, I'd say. Right. Yeah. So we went up the hill of showing only the best parts of our lives and our accomplishments. And when we look our best, but now we've kind of. Oh, I was about to say turn the corner. That doesn't work. We we're about to go down the hill of people being more real. I saw at the end of the semester, I saw a lot of people, you know, praising themselves and praising each other. I did 4.0 the season I graduated. So culotte, whatever it was, great accomplishments. But then there were also those people who were willing enough to be vulnerable and say, I didn't do that. I failed a class. I did this. I, I'm on academic probation or I got fired from my job or I'm whatever the case was. The fact that they were willing and able to put themselves out there so that other people they know are in the same situation could feel more comfortable and feel less pressured to do something bigger for themselves or with themselves. I see that as um, a turn in how we use social media, uh, maybe a turn for a better, really, because at the end of the day, even though we tell ourselves social media is what you make of it and it like we only show what we want is you can't help but compare yourselves to what you see right so i just feel like you know as long as we begin as a collective as a society to keep it real with each other things could get better mentally but if not take your social media breaks two days couple days a good digest that's a diet (laughs) That's yeah. a very good diet. That's a diet. Yeah, take that. Because it's right. very heavy, especially. Like, if you really think about it. If you take a break and you really, really you realize how heavy social media can be on you. But that's none of my business. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's all about being a little key, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen it too much. Nothing. <laughs> I just, man, people, it's like you don't get that vulnerable side from people. Mm-mm. You know, social media doesn't have that vulnerable side to where you're really seeing somebody's day-to-day struggles. Yeah. Some people get so frustrated that they go ahead and tweet about it or they'll post a picture of, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third. But it's not like a safe space for being vulnerable. You can be, you can post something and be the only person who posts it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And people be going through it, but they're not going to say nothing. They're not going to say, I relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not going to swipe up and DM you saying, same, bro. Well, how'd you get through it? No. They not just gonna, always. No, not always. Some people might. Right. But it's rare. You don't, you don't see too much of it. Now, we come to each other's defense and support. Yeah. But... We got to admit at some point, even in small conversations, whatever you're using, like, between friends, you should know that, hey, bro, we all going through the same thing. Yeah. And we're going to hear from it differently, but we got to help each other because I don't want to see none, none of my brothers, none of my friends be down bad. We're going through the same thing. Exactly. I failed. He failed. But he's taking a lot worse than I am. And, yes, for his own personal reasons, but I can be there like, hey, bro. A support system. Exactly. We're going to get through this together. We're going through the same thing. A lot of us lost people to COVID. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of us had covid a lot of people have covid a lot of people yeah. were unemployed yeah. and we in like 2020 i, I think it really kind of showed us we were all going through the same thing and there's no reason that we cannot verbalize and talk about it we yeah. were out protesting in the middle of a panoramic <laughs> it's a whole panty outside and we all out here protesting together, together. now I, I hate the fact that we all went out there and hit the club after that too that's very true but we were still <laughs> protesting together like everybody yeah. came out for Black Lives Matter. And that showed me that Black Lives Matter, that whole movement had me so strengthened and uplifted because 
it was so much more than just like black people out there. You saw it was all everybody. everybody was out there. Yeah, because it was in your face. I the fact yeah. that everything happened the way it did. We were all home. We were all locked down. You can't really ignore what you saw. No, you couldn't no at way. all. It was you're sitting at home. You can't say and it exposed if you were racist. Or yeah, not. If you had any objectives to our movement, to what was going on, to like oh you really got exposed for not supporting it because at yeah. that point it was blatantly obvious. Like hey, this shit means something. Like we really out here for a reason. Look look what's really going on. And if you had anything against, against Black what? Lives Matter or anything, we already knew. Wow, that's crazy. We already knew wow. what was up. Yeah. That's crazy. And there was no gray area. It was, you're with us or you're against us. Facts. Because now more than ever, it was very, very straightforward. There was no room for discussion, really. It was straight up. You saw what you saw. Yeah. And then that's it. Like, either you feel for them or and you want to do something about it or you didn't and you don't. And at that point, everyone has to make their own individual decisions. What do I do with you in my life? Do I cut you off or right. do I let you feel how you feel? A lot of people had to let friends go because yeah. of just the difference. You, you, you probably never knew before. I mean, I thought she was my friend. Oh, you guys are just trying to tear, tear down a town and burn stuff down. I'm not with that. American culture, you're ruining our culture. Yeah, man, mm, come on. Okay. man. I don't even want to get into all that, man. That's a whole nother, a whole nother That's podcast. That's a whole nother podcast episode. But that segues into my next question. What's up? When were you the most scared this year? Like, at everything that happened, when were you, like, the most, like, I'm really, like, like, you were really afraid of what might happen? Because of what was happening or just life in general? My life in general. Life in general. Um, uh, I think, well, like I said earlier, I already planned on this year being the year where I um, face my demons, I guess one would say. So. Yeah. I was um, already in a vulnerable state for half of the year. And I think um, from March to June, most of summer, was a very, like, vulnerable state. I was very, I cried a lot. I was very sensitive to everything. So when I, um, when the protest started, that had, that was making me tear up just watching TV all the time. Because I was... Um, cause you already, as a black person, you already feel the pain period, you know, yeah. but when you're going through, um, the process of dealing with your traumas and what's happened to you in your life. And if it related to whatever you were sawing on T, whatever you were seeing on TV, it like, it hurts tenfold, you know? So I'd probably say most of summer is when I was, I wasn't really fearing for my life, but I was fearing for the future of black people in america well black people all over the world really but that i don't know if that really made sense i mean it made sense in my head you got got you got what i'm saying i hope the people get it too i got it (laughs) It, that was big because i think in the midst of that once the george floyd situation happened Mm -hmm. and we was in the middle of a pandemonium right a panini uh something pancake (laughs) It really, it really had me shook, and I was scared for my family. Yeah, definitely. You know, because I'm in a different city than they are, and I'm like, I'm, I'm worried for them and their safety because my parents are old. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I started seeing how Corona could affect, you know, people with previous health conditions and older people, and you know what I'm saying, I was scared. And then in the middle of uh, Black Lives Matter, I was scared that you know things would really turn black and white, and 
it'll be a whole race war. Yeah. Like, things could really turn for the worse. If not, it would be really bad, yeah. And I know, like, I don't know, I just think about the people who I know are not, like, who just can't take an, an attack. Like, my parents are not the people. They're vulnerable people. Yeah, they're yeah. vulnerable. Like, if somebody young or disruptive or just see them and wanted to, do, and wanted to commit a hate crime. Right. It could have, yeah. They could easily be victims, and I'm not around them. And that had me scared because I'm like, I'm not around my parents enough to really feel like I can protect them from what's happening exactly. in, in today's society. I right. can't protect them from corona, and I can't protect them from a hate crime. Mm-hmm. So, I'll be the person who's hurt and just have a, a, a heart of vengeance after because something happened to them. Exactly, and I wasn't around. And that really had me scared for a while and still do because we're still facing everything that's still going on, you know, and it's just like, you don't know what can happen in the world today. And I don't want to live, I'm not living off that fear, but it was in my mind strongly um, during 2020 because it's like, I want to be that person who I know I can save everybody if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really want to go out there and if I if I got to be home to protect my people, I'll be home. If I got to be somewhere to protect my friends and my family, I'll be where I need to be. You know, stationed in, 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 in stature. Ready to go. Ten toes. <laughs> Always. And it, it's just like things like this, the unexpectedness, the the spontaneous things that happened this year, it just had me scared that, like, you know what, something might happen, and I may or may not be where I need to be, be where I feel like I need to be to stop something from happening to anybody I love. But at the same time, were you taking care of yourself? I was trying to. The best that the best that I could do, I feel like. Right. Staying inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you go to protest? Uh next question. Nah, I ain't got nobody. <laughs> now the reason let me explain. The reason why I didn't go to no protest because I'm a, like a riot person. I'm you know So you're gonna fuck shit up. Exactly. Like I, I'm the type of person I'm looking for like what are we doing planned wise mm-hmm. I supported signed petitions everything but I personally did not go to any protest because I'm a violent character like I can't just hold signs I have to get like physically involved in something right. but and it, I kind of just knew that about myself when I wanted to separate myself from like the activity and I still supported still reshared posts did everything I could outside right. of protesting and that sometimes that's all you can do you can't expect everyone to be on the front lines yeah cause I was waiting for a phone call for somebody to tell me that we dressing in all black and we, <laughs> and we about to go uh, fuck something up I was waiting for that phone call I'm so glad you didn't get it I was waiting for that phone call. I couldn't. I couldn't be out there with with my fist up and just getting pepper sprayed. I'd be ready. I ain't gonna get into it because I don't want no FBI investigation of what my activities was during during them riding times. But still, personally, I'm I'm more towards bigger action. Like I'm not knocking protesting. I'm glad we did that. So like we started the movement. But personally, um. Yeah, I got to be a little bit more physically in your face. Um, yeah, I can't like that, that's something I just you can't feel me. settle for. Right. Like, just holding the sign up. I got to yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't go to protest. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else did. So I, I did kind of feel left out. <laughs> like okay. I did kind of feel left out, but you know, I had I had to take my you step knew your back. Limits. Yeah, exactly. I, I knew my limits. I had to take my step back. Cause I, I'm I'm the type of person who can't watch them uh, movies about when when black people get killed in uh, uh, Fruitvale Station, yeah, and stuff like that. I can't watch it because I get too upset. I cannot, I, I cannot watch those type of movies. I get too upset. But segueing from that, <laughs> very clean I get segue. Too upset, right? Um, what goals do we have? What new goals do we have going into this year? 
What new goals do we have? Do we have any goals? I mean, I'll start. Unless you want to start. Go ahead. Let me think. Um, This year, I think, 2021, I'm big on, like, the big dream. Okay. The okay. big dream. It's like 2020, I guess you could say years before, I just wanted to do something to see what would happen. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's just like creative-wise, business-wise. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to do stuff and see what would happen. You know, I'm figuring out my passions, my interests, um, following my curiosity. Right. I just wanted to do everything that I could, dip and dab a little bit in every little different sauce, you know what I'm saying, see what I like the best, you know different what I'm saying? Sauce. Right. So, you know, this year I've now that I've got a lot of it out the way, I'm really narrowed down and focused on my strong passions. Like right. the things that I really feel like could be my career or the thing I could do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so twenty twenty one is really me going all in on that. It's like, hey, you know, cause I've been I've been I can say I've I've been attempting to be like a financially free person for a while for years i wanted to have businesses and different levels of income and i wanted it to all like okay well let me try this you know let me see what i can do with real estate let me see what i can do with marketing let me see what i can do with um investing let me see what i can do with this business idea and this business idea and this business idea and as i dipped and dab it was just like i would start something and give up because i wasn't passionate about it Mm -hmm. like you know oh it take a little few hundred dollars to get started let's try this or buy this and it's like, uh, uh, you know, and it's always been me. I don't have a team. But now that I've gotten to this place now with podcasting and other creative ideas, I kind of have felt that spark to where it's like, this is if it. I, is, this is it. Like, if I devote myself, like, now there's a lot of little things I want to do. Mm-hmm. But as far as 2021 goes and what I want to put my energy into fully is this, like my creative side, not my business side, my creative side. I have a lot of business ideas just period there's just i have a list of sitting in my notes of every business idea i've ever had that i didn't mm-hmm. delete but it always involved me doing something else to get to that point mm-hmm. like i have to build my name up i have to like people have to know who i am for those Before things to go through mm-hmm. you know i have to build that audience and that base and then everything else that i have listed as far as business can come through so i made my social aspect the biggest point to where my podcast can take me where i want to be so i can still do this because i love it and also tap into my business ideas and get those started too. Okay. So that's for twenty twenty one. So basically, he said he's not leaving this podcast anytime soon. No, <laughs> never. This is very sad. Um, I guess. Well, for me, I keep going back to this this healing part of my life, but I feel like it was the most monumental part of my life. For real, it was the most. Um, Let's start that sentence over. It changed me the most. I've become a completely different person. And in that time, I felt. I didn't really heal. I felt. So this year is a lot more about healing, living. I think my biggest goal is to live for myself, as corny as that is. Hey, that means a lot, though. It means a lot, especially the way I used to be. People pleaser and all. I just need to. uh, This is the year of no. We'll say that. The year of no. It's the year of summer internships. It's the year of allowing myself to be more than um, my soon-to-be degree, my soon-to-be. You know, because I was always so caught up in the future or what life was gonna be, what yeah. I'm gonna do. Dangerous. <laughs> exactly. 
really dangerous. <laughs> but now I just I feel like I want to be a person. I want to be a human. I want to explore. I want to. Well, I might not travel depending on how this should go, but (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be, I just want to live more than ever. So I think besides being the year of no, it's going to be the year of yes, depending on the circumstance. I like that because you said something really important. This year wasn't a year of healing. It was the year of feeling. Yeah, I felt it. Felt this year. Yes. That's important. I felt everything. Listen to that. People, I'm emphasizing that. (laughs) This was her year of feeling. She just felt. I felt it all. That's deep. Thank you. That's deep. I'm going to see where it goes. Hopefully. And that's what we want 2021 to look like. Yeah. It's really important. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot. I'm I'm glad it's 2021. Maybe that means something new. If, you, if you're into astrology, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things that could be different for 2021. You know, yeah. thinking about the, what the, was it the moon conjunction? The Jupiter Saturn, the Jupiter conjunction. Saturn conjunction. I don't know too much. I'm sorry, y'all. But <laughs> he said the moon. <laughs> chill. That was a lot. That was a lot. But it's something big. If you're in astrology, um, people who pay attention to those type of signs, um, people who read and get into other type of things that give you, you know, your awareness in life. Um, 2021 might be that big change. I know we all need it. We really want to get into something different. We we, we want to feel more. We want to be more aware, more recognized, and we don't want to take life for granted because we don't know what tomorrow looks like. 2020 really could have been the year of feel. Could have. Because we felt, everyone felt a lot, really. A lot. Roller coaster. Up and down. And it never stopped. I don't want to speak too early, but I feel like this could be the year of, the year of prosperity. Hey, put it in the air. Somebody here, it'll catch wind and you ain't the only one saying it. 2021 can be the year of prosperity where we grow, we strengthen, and we come back for something that we've never had before. Exactly. We're young, got a lot of life to live. Hopefully, hopeful, hopefully <laughs> that hopefully. we can live it. Hopefully <laughs> that we can live it, and that we take advantage of every moment. Um, that really gets into like the majority. But I'm gonna leave off with some tips that I want people to leave away with. If you're still listening, and then I'll wrap it up. So, if you're if you if you're really focused on goal setting this year, you know you want to get into your goals and everything you want to accomplish. Um, I got five little quick tips I want to share. So my first one is changing your mindset. Okay, the way you think and the way you believe is really important onto how you look at life. If you change your mindset, you can really you can really shift how things work out in your favor. You're not looking at yourself as a victim. You're looking at yourself as an observer of life and you're going through these experiences, but it's all in the favor to make you better, to teach you lessons and for you to you know, be better off in the end. The second is how to turn your um, your reactivity into creativity. Now, first off, I'm getting all these tips from Psychology Today. Shout out to Psychology Today because I, I read a few of their articles to get these five tips from their um, well-known um, professors and degreed people. Um, turning reactivity into creativity, that's important. It's how we look at our emotions in turn what we feel like is negative or what we or what we are processing that's happening in the moment into creativity to where we're using this as fuel to go out and venture and try new things, um, follow our curiosity and let that take you to somewhere else to where you do things you haven't tried before. Maybe you you like how the aesthetic of a picture you want to recreate it. 
Maybe you like how food looks a certain way when you cook it a certain way. Maybe you want to tap into your entrepreneur side and you want to start a few businesses. Um, turn that negative emotions. Turn the things that you know that you're experiencing, and you can feel so much uh, better, so accomplished by just using what you feel as a motivation to go out and try something creative, express yourself in some way, shape, art, or form. The third is setting intention. We know like there can be some negative things behind having intentions, but knowing what you plan on getting done still benefits you at the beginning of the day. If you wake up with an intention to feel a certain way or complete a certain thing by the end of the day, you'll be in a better place. That's a tip, okay? Um, number four, infuse your work with more wonder. Um, a lot of people are, you know, I guess small-minded and think-based to where it's like you have to picture it. Um, but if you leave that door for curiosity and wonder to come open and leave it open, you should go experience life in many different ways to where you're telling yourself maybe the environment you're in is the reason why you're thinking so small minded or not being able to see things past a certain point. Maybe all you need is a breath of fresh air in a new state, a new place, a new journey, a new adventure, a new thought that can carry you into any aspect of life. Um, wonder. Leave your mind open to wonder. I don't think you should ever come to conclusions so soon or so easily. I think you should always leave your mind open for exploration. It's really important. But I'll have have more episodes focused on things like that. My last one, um, from what I said earlier, this is my personal tip, is the most powerful tool I used this year was exploration and trust in life. What got me through 2020 and I'll continue to use is exploration i'll continue to explore my curiosities new ideas um perspectives i still want more knowledge i want to be more intellectual i still want to grow personal development is number one on my list that's all i focus on is being a better person in every aspect and i use that and trusting life more to happen for me it's not happening to me it's happening for me Mm -hmm. those are my biggest tools this year all right because things were so unpredictable i had to release control and I had to like allow life to guide me and heal me because things were too un- unpredictable this year. So that's where that trusting in life more really played a big part. All right. And those are my five tips. Danae, if you got anything you want to share with the people, share. Tips for this year? How to go into this year? Tips for anything. Um, I, I think know. I only got one tip. If you want to get a laugh, go to JP's YouTube channel. I'll make sure it's linked in the description when he posts this podcast episode. Ha. Huh. And if not, you can follow me on Instagram, D-A-A-N-A-A-I-T, and I'll put a link in my bio so we can all have a good laugh. But besides that, manifest. Um, Manifestation is real. Manifestation, prayer, Mm. um, plus hard work can get you far. But also keeping it, um, you can't tell everybody everything. Got to keep it inside, indoors, in lock and key. Keep it in your head, even if you don't have to tell any, or if you can't tell anybody. Don't speak on it until you did it. Exactly, because you never know who's praying on your downfall, for real. Bad juju. (laughs) Won't want no bad juju. You really don't. And then if you feel like you can't tell anybody anything, maybe, you know, reassess who you have in your circle. Right. Who's in your environment, what your environment is. Loose thread. Ain't nobody nobody too tight. You can always make new friends. Exactly. Make new family members. Blood doesn't... You can. I don't make new family. You can definitely make new family members. Or I not mean, people, family you members. Family, but you yeah. can't make no new blood. But I if the blood is if the blood is poison, remove it. Okay. 
Well, that was kind of smooth looking. Like you got that from the Bible or something. That, <laughs> don't, that don't sound like that you. That came off the dome. It doesn't sound like me at That's all. That's like something Jesus said. Blood was poison. If the blood is poison. It's a snake. Remove it. Exactly. Literally snakes. If you got snakes in your corner. Cut the grass. Cut the grass. Stay in the grass. If you got snakes in the grass, cut the grass. <laughs> but that's all I got, I think. Oh, well. We'll leave it at that, folks. Yeah. If you've been listening this whole time, if you're just now tuning in and this is thank the you. end, thank you. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. 2020 has been the longest three years of my life. <laughs> yeah. Longest three years of my life. Mm-hmm. He aged. I can tell you guys that now. Yeah, folks. I got facial hair now. And gray hairs, but we ain't got to talk about it. But, okay. All right. Now. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's JP's podcast. Unlicensed advice. Quality conversation. I'm here with Danae. She's been great. This is a wonderful conversation. Please, you're ready to listen to more because I got more on the way. This is the first one of the year. Last one of the year. You know, oh, I have you want to call it. Okay. Last one of 2020, but the first one of 2021. Right. When I drop it. But all right. Love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Bye, Black. Rate, review. Bye, Black. Bye, Black. Yep. Support us. Black lives always matter. <laughs> Never forget that. JP, we out. That was another episode of JP's podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. Join the convo and hit up JP on IG and Twitter with questions or topics for the next episode at JP since 98.